right, Paige, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Um, you're the owner of Empowered Plant Cakes, so maybe you can uh, give the listeners a little bit of the you know, background story. How did you get into this business? So I got into this business. I had been eating uh, plant-based for a few years and just always kind of aware of what I put into my body. And then um, when I was pregnant with my son, you kind of become hyper-aware, like um, how even the stuff on your skin, you know, your body absorbs that all. And when he was born, it was really important to me that he ate like a clean diet. So for his first birthday, he hadn't had any cane sugar, um, any flour or things like that. So I wanted to make him a healthy cake. Um, Around that time, my family was also opening up the Green Cat. It's a juice bar down at the oceanfront. So I was coming up with the menu for that and I was doing lots of juicing. And so I just wanted to experiment around with how I could make a healthy cake for him without giving him a bunch of crap. Um, So I made my first raw vegan cake for his first birthday. And um, I started, I think the Green Cat opened up maybe eight months after that. And I started playing around with the cakes there as well. But I mean, it's a full bone juice bar. So cakes were just a small aspect of it. Um, And I started them there and um, eventually it just seemed more fitting to break out and start my own business. And so now I make cake full time. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. So what kind of kid were you? Were you uh, you entrepreneurial as a kid? Did you, uh, you know, you ever, sell food you know as a kid anything like that would lead you to know that this is what you would do so not necessarily food related um I have an art background so as a kid I always like enjoyed painting and drawing and I was just very creative um in high school I I never really excelled in school um in high school I was voted like most artistic I literally was in every class with a sketchbook and I started my first business when I was 15 doing um, a hand-painted t-shirts and I would sell art so I did that for about three years um, until I went to college and it just didn't really fit in with the schedule and that was kind of my first go-around as an entrepreneur so I do think it came like as a natural thing for me just how I'm gonna make myself happy so what did you study in college I uh, went to I went to school um, for art I wanted to get into textile design and honestly my GPA in high school wasn't very high I went to colleges like um, FIT and got my portfolio would be highly recommended and then they'd see my GPA and they'd be like hey like you go and you get better grades and we'll you know accept you in the next six months so um, that was kind of my goal and I went to college for maybe nine months and I dropped out Uh, just school has never been for me and I've already at that time I had already had one business and just saw that like I'm like a worker bee and if I just really work hard at what I want to do and that was my goal from there so that's a smart observation that you knew yourself and you knew like you knew what you were doing I think so many people kind of like just stick with something just to stick with it but not necessarily like listening to like maybe themselves and knowing like look I'm going to do something different I'm going to go that path so uh, you know that's really that's interesting Um, how you know kind of maybe talk about like what did you do once you did leave like what what was the first thing you started doing once you left school Um, when I left school I went through a very rough rebellious phase in high school and kind of out of that and 
Honestly, I had to get out of that. I ended up down in central Florida where I met my son's father in just kind of a rough predicament. And he was in recovery when I met him, not really aware of that. And I got pregnant really soon, unexpectedly. And he, you know, went back and fell into addiction. So I just ended up in a bad relationship and kind of had to carve myself out of that so I went through the knit and grit first and then from there I was just doing you know working in random restaurants and doing sales and things like that still food related throughout all this yes so it was mainly the three jobs I've three areas I've worked in and they all kind of correlate into what I do now is I've done food service um, I've done sales where like direct sales where you're out trying to like pitch people walking into stores and stuff like that and then I've worked for a grocery distributor um, for the government. So I think all three of those things, just being like creative, having to do sales, and then learning a very, um, you know, learning how to use Excel and stuff like that just kind of helped me do what I do now. Okay. So, yeah. So fast forward. You're in Central Florida, you come back to Virginia, and then what do you do when you get back? So when I get back, um, my mom was toying around with, she wanted to open up a retail shop, and she had been really into buying just, she likes to travel and find handmade stuff, and she wanted to sell products like that, and at the time, my little sister had mentioned just with the way the internet's going, that right now, Um, opening up a retail store can be a little difficult and adding a food aspect into it it's something like people have to eat every day and they still have to come get it so that's when the idea of the juice bar came into play and so to be honest I just felt I got kind of lucky that I fell into that and um I became in charge of coming up with the menu there, so I was just experimenting around with lots of food while I still did my job for the grocery distributor, and um, kept it up until about three to four months before we opened the Green Cat, and then started doing that full time. And so, Green Cat, maybe break down like the organization structure, like you know who works there, like what do they do? So, Green Cat is a um, my family's business. It's a juice bar. Um, and cafe with a small retail section. So we offer smoothies, cold pressed juices, salads, soups. Um, It's 100% plant-based, gluten-free and refined sugar-free. So the same thing as my business now. And then um, my mom, it's her shop, but she has a little retail section as well where she'll go around, she'll go to like Bali last year. She went to Thailand the year before that or China. And she'll go and, you know, meet these artisans and bring the stuff back and sell it. Love that. Um, so it's down at the oceanfront in Virginia Beach on 38th Street. And it's been open for about four years now. Four years. Nice. Yeah. And so kind of maybe talk a little bit about your business and kind of like, you know, I'm just looking at these beautiful Instagram <laughs> uh, pictures. Who takes all these pictures? Um, I take the majority of them myself. I did um, get some photos done with Emily Benson at one point. I wanted to switch up my Instagram a little bit. Um, But otherwise, it's all me. And I think the good thing about what I do now is I've realized in life that I'm not happy unless I'm creating something. And with this cake business, 
I started it because I was really asking myself, like, what what's going to make me happy in life? Like, like, I didn't feel like I would be happy until I did this for myself. And so that's when the cakes started. And it's not, I mean, you know, like, starting a business isn't really easy. And it can be easy to, like, doubt yourself. But I was like, I'm just going to take it one day at a time and just like even if I don't get to the final project I'm just gonna start doing like one step at a time and eventually I'll get there and I kind of just took it down that route and the thing I love about making cakes is it combines my art background with getting to be creative in the kitchen making cakes and I feel like they really do kind of collide together and so you've got the Instagram feed but you also have a location in Leaping Lizard Cafe? Yes, so I'm based out of Leaping Lizard Cafe um, on Shore Drive down in Virginia Beach. And so I rent space from their bakery, and that's kind of like my... I'm not necessarily a storefront, but you can go there and buy cake every single day. Otherwise, um, I sell them to other restaurants, so Green Cat carries them as well. Fruitive, who you guys have had in. Uh, Grace Kitchen, Barrel 17, Civil Libations, and other restaurants around town, so... And do you see, uh, from just like getting the word out, is it, do you think more online is how you get the word out, or are you getting more of the word out by kind of having this mix of like restaurants and bakeries that kind of carry the product and that gets the word out through more customers? Or I think that... How do you think that... about distribu- distributing? Because I think yeah. that sales uh, background <laughs> and... No, I think that helps, but I I think people, some people, obviously people who use social media now get the importance of it, but I do sometimes hear people downing people like, oh my God, they just take pictures of food and stuff like that, but that's honestly, I get so much business from the internet, so I think it's really important to have a presence on social media, and yes, having other restaurants does help, but when somebody like me, especially without a storefront, when somebody can log on there and see what you do all at one time, I think it helps a lot. And how about kind of like farmers markets and events? What type of events have you done, or you know, what type of you know places do you kind of you know do you go and do other events where you're going up and you know setting up and selling stuff? Like, yeah. How do you do that? Um. So we do. Like, we just partnered with Smart Mouth Brewing for their two-year anniversary, and we showed up there and did desserts for the whole day. Or um, in a couple months from now, we'll have the Art of Coffee and Tea Expo, so just other local businesses. Um, The thing I love about doing farmer's markets and events is, especially at the markets, you're with the same vendors every week, and those are other local vendors just like you doing the same thing. So it's nice how you really build a community and a relationship with all of them. And, yeah, so I can't remember the beginning of that question. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Um, What kind of, uh, I guess, like, do you have advisors or mentors or who do you, do you you go to someone and kind of, you know, get thoughts on, you know, anything with your business? I don't have any one person in particular, but I do feel lucky, um, you know, my dad, Growing up, and I think I learned a lot from him, he had, you know, his business for 40 years, and he dropped out of high school and started it, so maybe I saw a little bit of that. Um, 
And then, you know, my mom also having a business, but Bill at Leaping Lizard, he's super helpful. So I don't have one mentor, but I do have a lot of people where I just can see what they do. Or moving in, when I moved into Leaping Lizard, Megan from Crunchy Carrot, she was there and just working side by side with other businesses. I think it's definitely important to pay attention. That's awesome. Um, What are maybe like one or two key learnings from 2019? We kind of, you know, turn the page over on a new year. Um, Did you learn anything it could be like uh, you know Instagram stories are a good place to do things or like contests is anything that like maybe stood out like as a key learning um I'm sure that I learned lots of particular things but I can't think of not really one thing that stood out to me that was like oh my gosh I I think I'm more of the type where I just think, look at things like, God, I need to improve that. Um, like a big thing for me towards the end of 2019 was just looking at how I am doing social media and seeing what works and what doesn't work or just kind of reevaluating what I'm doing, but nothing really, I think 2019 for me, that was the first year I was in business and that was just overcoming a lot of fears. Got it. No, that's good stuff. What are you excited about for 2020? In 2020, I am working on new packaging, and my goal for this company is to, I, I really want to supply food, the food industry and get brand new packaging that is 100% compostable um, to kind of just go with our brand message. And so I'm working on that, and it'll just really underlie, you know, what we do with the cakes, how there's no cane sugar, no flour, gluten, dairy, eggs, and go over the process, how we make them. So I'm super excited for that. Perfect. Well, uh, where can the listeners follow you and connect with you? So um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Empowered Plant Cakes. It's all just one word. And then my website is www.empoweredplantcakes.com. All right. We appreciate you for doing this. Cool. Thank you.